creative journey is not an easy one. We're here to help. The Lightning Rod is a safe space to talk about branding, marketing, business, and the creative industry. Today's host is Min Win. And we're back. Hello, my name is Min Win, and you're listening to The Lightning Rod. Okay, creative folks, so in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about this specifically from an animation standpoint and a visual development standpoint, my predictions for what this film could possibly do for the future of representation with Asian Americans. So something that me and Tammy are obviously very passionate about is Asian Americans in their creative arts, their representation. And I've, as, as I've talked about in previous episodes, we have launched something called Empower Asian America. So we really care a lot about Asian American representation. That's something that the creative folks strives for, along with obviously other representations from other people of color, et cetera, et cetera. But this is very personal for me and Tammy because we are Southeast Asian. And this episode is just a prediction of what I think the future of representation is going to go for Asians, I think, as a holistic group. So obviously, I'm going to be talking about Raya and the Last Dragon. There's going to be some spoilers ahead. So if you are uncomfortable with that or you haven't seen it, please just go back to this episode after you watch Raya. But I'm going to try to be as general as possible, but I'm going to go into some themes that the movie did talk about. But this is your only spoiler warning. Okay, moving forward. So what I loved about Raya and The Last Dragon, the first thing I loved about it was the character design. And that's my biggest prediction about where we're going to move forward, I think, as an industry. And it's a really big deal, is this idea that there's not a monolithic kind of Asian look because the media I grew up with growing up in like the early 2000s and the late 90s when I was the main consumer of cartoons, the image of an Asian person I got was very monolithic. It was light-skinned, ethnic Han Chinese features. They were either Japanese, Chinese, that was it. Maybe like the only Southeast Asian I saw on TV was the Khan family from King of the Hill. Their daughter Connie was like around my age, but that was it. That was really, really it. So a lot of us like clung to like Mulan or we just clung to just anyone who just remotely resembled us. And growing up, I was the only Southeast Asian person, even in my elementary school classes. Like I had these two other kids. One was Taiwanese and the other one was Chinese. That was really it. And in middle school, there was like maybe one or two more Vietnamese people, but really... I was the only one and I was a very dark skinned Asian person as well. So even by Vietnamese standards, I remember kids at my Buddhist temple, they would really bully me. There was a lot of racialized bullying around my facial features, my skin being a darker shade. It was a lot of racial trauma I experienced. So I never really saw myself represented in the Asians and the Asian Americans I saw depicted in American cinema and in cartoons. They were all very monolithic, light-skinned features, like very conforming to white standards of beauty. It was really hard. It was, yeah, hard not to see yourself. And I felt very invisible for that. And I am not the only one who feels that way. I've been on Twitter, on Instagram, 
all over the place. And I'm hearing and seeing so many stories of Asian American people from Southeast Asian descent, South Asian descent, etc., expressing this exact same concern and this exact same racial trauma that they've experienced. So this is what I predict that Raya is going to do because Disney sets the bar. It sets the standard for a lot of other animated works. It sets a really high bar for how we depict people and the holistic nature of representation. So with Raya, just her character design alone, not even the plot of the movie, not even anything else, just her as a character, opens up the door and opens up new horizons for how we see the complexity and the diversity amongst Asian American people. We are not all ethnic Han Chinese. We are not all light-skinned. We are not all flat nose. Like we have different features. Like it's just remarkable seeing that presented on the screen. And I think I saw a wide array of skin tones, a wide array of nose shapes, eye shapes. And it's going to get better from here on out. That's my number one prediction is that I think we're going to see in the industry so many more Asian Americans with dark skin, with different features that diverge away from this monolithic image we've been seeing a lot of. And this is where I think I'm so excited. This is going to be a very exciting decade and decades to come for Asian Americans in the media. Okay, that's number one. Now, number two is, I don't know, this is my big spoiler here, is a lot of audiences, when they left Raya and The Last Dragon, a lot of them felt some queer themes going on in this movie. And even the actress Kelly Marie Tran herself, who played who the voice of um, Raya, she said, yeah, like I actually shipped Raya and um, the girl that she was up against, like her arch rival, like I shipped them together. And I don't know, I've been seeing a lot of audiences feel the same way. They're feeling a lot of romantic tension between the two. And I'm, I've walked out of the theater with the same thoughts and feelings where I felt, oh yeah, no, th- there's some, there's some, there's some gay shit happening in this movie. Like I'm just going to be full on. And that's really fascinating because Disney as an empire has really not put a lot of positive queer representation in their films. In the past, we've seen Ursula is like coded for a drag queen. We've seen a lot of their villains being queer coded. And it's really fascinating to see this new direction. Some people speculate that there's some queer baiting happening. I don't believe that this is the case. And the reason why I don't believe that this is the case is that the film never virtue signaled or marketed itself as having a gay character. They never explicitly said, oh, this is our first LGBT Disney princess. They never ever went down that road. And also with that being said, a lot of people also criticize The Legend of Korra for queer baiting. And once again, I feel like that's not queer baiting because they the creators wanted Korra to be queer. They actually came out and said that. But the network and a lot of the producers, executives higher up, it just became an issue 
with it. Now with Raya, I've tried to research into whether or not the intention was to make her queer. I couldn't find anything for right now. The only thing I could really find was just the discourse online with a lot of people speculating that she is queer and her voice actress, Kelly Marie Tran saying, oh yeah, I totally shipped those two girls together. So this is interesting because Disney in the past has gotten better at representing queer characters with their show good luck charlie they introduced a lesbian couple on towards the final seasons and in their new show owl house i've been seeing a lot of the art online with these two characters there seems to be some bisexual um representation in that show i haven't watched that show myself to make a point on that but this is the first time really in a feature-length disney film that we're seeing some positive queer coding not overt representation but some definite queer coding in it so this really is the first time that disney is sticking its toes into queer representation like pretty overt queer representation in a positive way well not overt enough where they're kissing or holding hands but there's definitely some tension between the two of them there's some narrative discourse that can be there that can be speculated so i think this is a huge step. It may not seem like much. And yes, some people in the community, they do consider it queer baiting. I personally don't, but that's just my personal opinion. But I think that this is a serious step forward in terms of representation. So I'm excited. I'm really excited for that. But one thing that I am a little concerned about, and this is my concern moving forward in representation for Asian Americans, is... I feel like Kumandra, which is the world that Raya takes place in, it's very similar to the world of Avatar The Last Airbender. And a lot of people have made that comparison as well, where it's a world that's very similar. But this is where I see a, a little bit of an issue for me, but I want to hear what you guys think. I love Asian American representation, and I love this idea of them having an entire world of Asian American representation. But what I would like to see moving forward is more Asian representation in inter-minority discourse, in interracial discourse, in American society, or in non-homogenous societies. So what do I mean when I say that? I want to see more representation of Asian Americans moving forward, where they're not confined to the world of Avatar The Last Airbender, where they're just majority Asian or First Nation people in the world of Avatar The Last Airbender, or in the case of Kumandra, they're all... Southeast Asian. I don't want to see that. I, I love it. I'm happy for it. But I want to see more representation of Asians and Asian Americans integrated with other non-homogenous societies. Like in America, I would like to see more holistic relationships, like inter-minority ones, which is why I love the short at the beginning of Raya, because I think the short, it was a really beautiful story about I believe an inter-minority couple, an Asian man and a black woman, and they're dancing together, rem like, you know, trying to relive their youth and coming to terms with their elderly years. It was really beautiful. And I love that kind of representation because it shows Asian Americans as part of our world, as part of American society, and also escapist society, fantastical fiction where they have their own world. And that's something that can be said too. So a counter argument to what I just said is that a lot of fantasy, a lot of high level fantasy and a lot of sci-fi novels, they tend to be very white centric or they tend to use Asian 
imagery, but not Asian people. So it's really cool to see a world for Asians made by Asian people and with all this rich representation, that's really amazing. And again, I love Kumandra. I'm all about Kumandra. I love the world of Avatar, The Last Airbender. I think these are all positive representations, but I would like to see more in the future, Asian Americans interacting with other minorities, interacting with American society, interacting with other Asian Americans in the discourse and how class and income inequality affects that. So I think this is a step in a great direction for representation in that we just now started talking about Southeast Asia and dis- making it distinct and different from East Asia, from South Asia. That's so important. And we're finally coming into the picture as our own racial and ethnic group within the Asian diaspora and when, within the Asian bubble. So that's really cool. But yeah, like that's what I feel. I feel like I want it to see more interminority relationships. But this is opening the door again, just showing the difference between Asians because we're not all the same. So I'm excited. This film has really rejuvenated my hope and my energy for representation in Asian America. This is going to be a shorter episode. I'm going to wrap early on this, but I want to hear what you guys think. I want to hear how you guys feel about the film. I loved it myself. I thought it was beautifully done. I thought it was really rich. It was so nice to see my culture represented in such a meaningful and impactful way. It was so nice to see such holistic representation that was impactful. And yeah, I really, really hope to see more of this kind of work moving forward, not just from Disney, but from other creators and creatives in the industry. So let me know your guys' thoughts. I'd love to hear it as always. And for right now, my name is Min Nguyen and I'm signing out. Bye. Did you know that we have an entire content library for you to learn from? Check out our website for more information. Thanks for tuning in today. The Lightning Rod is powered by the creative folks.